Hello everyone, welcome to Group of Talks. My name is Matt George. Today we're going to briefly revisit our first podcast that outlined the housing crisis in the intellectual and developmental disabilities community or the IDD community that we refer to quite often in our podcasts and webcasts. We spoke about the current housing environment, garment funded group homes, and a few community-based multi-unit housing options designed as residential models for the IDD community. Unfortunately, the demand for affordable supportive housing far exceeds the supply. Layering the lack of any new supportive housing initiatives and reduced community-based funding, and we are now faced with decades-long wait lists for housing and support services for individuals with disabilities. Now, this housing crisis is not just within the IDD community. There is obviously a larger affordable housing issue. According to a recent article in the Globe and Mail, Ontario faces a crisis in homeownership affordability. At the end of 2021, the average price for a home in Ontario was $923,000. Ten years ago, the average price was $329,000. Average house prices have climbed 180%, while the average income have only risen by 38%. Now, if the average income has only increased by 38% and home prices have increased by 180%, Any situation where families come together to share a mortgage and a group home solution for their son or daughter with a disability will have a tight budget scenario right from the start. In addition to that, if anyone in the group drops out of the commitment for some reason, the shared cost for the others increase dramatically and they need to quickly try and find a replacement group member that fits the situation, which may or may not work out. If it does not work out, it can lead to the dissolution of the group home for the remaining members, as the solution is no longer financially viable. Now, let's take a step back and understand what the shelter cost to income ratio should be for housing to be generally affordable. According to Stats Canada, households spending less than 30% of their incomes on shelter are classified as meeting the affordability standard. This includes all housing expenses, including mortgage, rent, hydro, water, repairs, taxes, etc. In order for housing to be considered generally affordable, most households should be meeting that standard. Obviously, this is not what's happening in Canada. According to the National Bank of Canada and their housing affordability report, it would take more than 50% of income from a household to pay the mortgage for a home in an urban area. So, frankly, something is broken in our system. To try and do damage control, the Ontario Housing Affordability Task Force recently released its report with a bold recommendation. Ontario should set a target to build 1.5 million homes within 10 years, more than twice the number built over the previous decade. But will this really help? There are other obvious issues that contribute to the affordable housing crisis. For example, we do not have enough home builders for this burst of building projects. And if we did, what will happen to these builders once the large influx of new projects are done? The level of ongoing work that comes after may not guarantee the stability that these builders need to continue their livelihoods or businesses. Another problem that we're addressing is the foreign real estate investment in Canada. Our government has moved to ban these investments for two years. But is that enough? What happens after the two years? Back to the crisis? We're also starting to see builders trying to buy a billion dollars worth of single-family homes and turn them into rental properties, further reducing the available inventory for sale, thus contributing to the increased demand for homes for the general public and lowering the supply.
And finally, at least 156 Canadian members of Parliament hold rental or investments in real estate assets, according to their filings with the Federal Conflict of Interest Commissioner. If our politicians are going to lose value in their rental properties or their home flipping projects, would they support these initiatives to reduce home prices? These are some of the major issues that is going to contribute to the affordable housing crisis. This is a multi-pronged issue, and everyone has a role to play in addressing the housing supply crisis. There's a lot to unpack and lots of areas that needs focus. We at Kerbof Talks hope to increase awareness in each of these areas. At the end of the day, we're always going to have problems, but at the same time, there are opportunities for improvement as well. Thank you for tuning in today. Please feel free to like and subscribe in our YouTube channel. And if you have ideas for us to talk about in relation to the IDD community or the affordable housing crisis, write to us at info at Thank you and have a great day. <music>